Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always. And today we are joined by Partheev Shah, business growth strategist. Known as Mr. Implementation by Dan Kennedy and Ryan Dice, Partheev is the author of Business Kama Sutra and founder of eLaunchers. Partheev is a trusted advisor and implementer of marketing strategies for top business owners nationwide with over 35 years experience driving growth. I've asked him here to join us today to talk about timeless evergreen business systems and how to overcome the setbacks most businesses face. So Partheev, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you've had a very, obviously it's overnight success, the 35 year overnight success, but obviously you're, you've got your reps. You've, it's not even 10,000 hours, it's 10,000 iterations at this point. And yes. before we hop in the nuts and bolts of how you're doing what you're doing at such a at such a high level how did you even get into business do you come from a family of entrepreneurs no i am a military man i was in indian air force and i wanted to be an astronaut in india i wanted to be a fighter pilot in indian air force and about a million kids take the exam right they take 164 back then and they would have about 45 or 50 would go to the fighter branch. And if you graduate the academy with a gold medal, meaning like the top of the class, and then if your stars are aligned, you have a shot at the rocket ship. So that basically was my dream. I wanted to be in India's rocket men. Now, I got the brains for it. I was, on, I was third in all India merit list. Wow. But I'm one centimeter too short to be a pilot. Stop, one, stop. Really? He's wearing no. a pair of socks. Facts are stranger than fiction. That Things is... that happen to us, if we write it as a movie script, no director would want to make a movie out of it because nobody will believe it. Wow. Wow. I, so I spent five years in Indian Air Force. Then when my family migrated to America, I had an opportunity to take an honorable discharge and move to America. And while I was waiting for that, I had a dream that was made of three things. I said, when I go to America, I'll do three things. I'll get an MBA in marketing. I will be a marketing consultant. And I will work in prepackaged software industry. So I will not build custom bespoke things. I will sell something off the shelf and I will be in that business. And here we are. America is like a good movie. The good guy in the end wins. I love so that. You're a good guy. And if you're not winning, it's not the end. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. So what were some of the biggest challenges? Obviously, it's a big change, perhaps, going from a military background and now being engaged in business, the culture shock of coming to America. What were some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face? Let's talk about what really went well. Okay. And what really went well is... I found America to be a very inclusive country. The challenges that you face, you're better off in America while you're facing the challenges. 
the language barrier. Nobody judges your competence and character because you can't say their name. It is their role. Right. You're not going to hold it against me if I say your name wrong. So there is a sense of equality in mm. terms of available opportunity. Now, sure, I have to win by landslide to win right. because to compensate for the weaknesses that I have that you don't have. Like who would want to do business with a short chubby Indian who doesn't do football, who doesn't do football, basketball, baseball, beer, wine, or, or golf? Right. I'm a geeky, nerdy science guy in yeah. commerce. So science people think I am weird commerce guy. Commerce person people think I am a weird science guy. Right. The biggest challenge is you don't fit in. Yeah. But then once you try to fit in, you realize that everyone who fits in is trying to differentiate. I'm like, okay, quit trying to fit in. Play yeah. the differentiation card. Be you, be you. The world will adjust. I love that. I love that. So a lot went well for me. I was blessed to have the books I bought. Mm -hmm. I was blessed to get the job I got where my, the president of my company was a professor at Bentley University. So I went to Bentley for my own MBA. I'm blessed to have worked for a direct marketing company, 1989 to 2002. So things that I learned in direct mail marketing and data yeah. intelligence, it was a true implementation of my core strength. Yeah. You see people, so whenever I get interviewed on a Zoom call like this, especially when the interviewer is from India, they ask me this question. What did you learn from, what did you bring from Indian Air Force that made you a successful civilian, successful American, and successful businessman? And so I said there are three things. One, Air Force taught me where the sky is. You have to know where your sky is because that's where you go to work. Air Force taught me where my runway is because it didn't matter how high you fly, that's where you go to come back to. Right. And third, Air Force taught me where Pakistan is, where China is. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how small you are. Somebody wants you dead. So you don't need to just know the opportunities in correlation with your strengths. You also need to know the dangers and threats to your existence and the existence to your revenue model, the existence of your customers. Your customers are somebody's prospect. Somebody wants all your customers and somebody wants you to file for a bankruptcy and go away, die. You have to defend yourself. Indian Air Force, Indian Army, Indian Navy, U.S. Air Force, U.S. Marines, U.S. Coast Guard, U.S. Air Force, they all belong to what? U.S. Department of Defense. It's not U.S. Department of Offense. Okay. Okay. World's largest economic power spends a very large chunk of its GDP on Department Depends. of Defense, not offense. Most businesses are scrapping on offense. They spend very little energy on defense. Spend means keeping your customers happy for an extended period of time, deepen the relationship, widen the relationship, penetrate the ecosystems, and live off of referrals you get from your existing customers. And when you do that, when you have a really good internal magnetic marketing that is based on this defensive play, what you're going to get is every relationship you acquire is, going to be is so worth a lot of money. Yeah. Because every relation 
can lead up to five more. Each one can lead up to five more, and each one can lead up to five more. Which is so, so powerful. And therefore, your lifetime value of every relationship you acquire goes up. I love that. Okay. I love that. If you look at CAC, cost of customer acquisition, CAC has to be a fraction of LTV. Otherwise, you'll go broke. I mean, that's a simple math. You don't have to. So when your LTV is very high, you can spend a lot more money than your competitors. Right. And in an offensive, whoever has the most munition and whoever fires the most at the fastest pit get to win. It is a battle for market share is a game of power. You outspend your competitor, you have a shot at winning. When you outspend your competitor by 10x, most likely you won. We won. So <laughs> how can you outspend your competitor by 10x if you're a tiny little guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't have to be large. I just have to have a large LTV. Yes. I actually grew a successful martial arts school in my hometown by being able to give away about $130 worth of equipment to everybody that signed up. Because I knew on average, and this was a new business, but I figured out pretty quick that on average, I had people owe me $945 worth of martial arts instruction. I knew that I only collected around $818 of that, but my business was also still young at the time. But that allowed me to front end people an equipment gear set that my competitors thought I was crazy. Retail, it cost me like 60 bucks, 50, 60 bucks. I basically only got half of their first month's payment. But for them, they basically got their first month's payment in value. So it was a free month for them. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. And there is something else. <clears throat> the gear that you gave them is a constant reminder in their home yes. about their relationship with you. Yes. Let's talk about swag, right? Because you gave away swag. So my coach, James Malinchek, says, when you give swag, remember, on their body, something that they can wear, yep. on their desk, in their car, in their home, or in their tummy. Look, this yeah, is yeah. a Yeti car, digital yep. marketer. Yep. The R fell off. Look, right. the, the R fell off. Yeah. But yeah. even that old. But yeah. every year I went to digital marketer event as a sponsor. Yeah. I got a $60 Yeti cup with their logo. I got two on my desk. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been a digital marketer certified partner for four, four plus years. But the face of Ryan Dice in front right of there me all the time. time. <clears throat> I drink. Yeah. Yeah. We used to give, we used to give newbies that came a shirt. So they came, we offered a 30 day free trial. And when they came in, we give them a free shirt before we even talked about anything, but it was this bright neon thing. And it said newbie on the front and on the back, it had my offer. And I remember going out clubbing because I was young at the time. I was like early twenties. And I would see people that never joined my gym wearing my t-shirt because it glue under black lights at the club. And I loved it. I was like, that's right. They're advertising my 30 day free offer for me everywhere they go. I loved it. I loved it. These are yeah. powerful lessons for people that are listening. I hope that people understand so far, just to quickly recap. I know we're only a couple minutes in, but we already talked about lifetime customer value. That means how much of a customer, that relationship, how much money they spend with you, how having a higher customer lifetime value allows you to spend more money on the front end to get them to choose you over your competitors. He also talked about physical swag, physical gifts, that, those kinds of promo materials, they be, are a physical reminder. Now, not everything is a sales event, but everything is a relationship event. And so by gifting these things, you create reciprocity, but at the same time, 
you also are basically buying free advertising space in their lives. And he gave a yeah. great list either for their body, for their desk, their car, their home, or their belly. So like he showed the coffee mug there. He also talked about, it doesn't matter if you're a big company or a little company, what you need is you need to be able to be more aggressive. <clears throat> your defense is one, you should get this clearly, but your defense is be able to keep customers happier longer, meaning they come back and people might say a lot of things, but they vote with their dollars. So they keep coming back so you can go deeper with relationships. And I love what you said about, <clears throat> you should focus on this until you can live on the referrals you generate. I, I've tried to operate on the premise. How would you run your business if you can never get a new lead? 80% of your focus needs to be on new leads, but you need to operate your business like you'd never get a new customer. And I think that is so powerful because what he said that does is that gives you an immense amount of ammunition, so to speak, where every new customer could potentially becomes one, two, three, four, five new customers. And yep. what does that do for your ability to have staying power in the marketplace, to expand your market reach, your market share? Really powerful stuff right out the gate. Thank you. Do you know what this that's the dollar bill. That's the, what is that? A, oh, it's a $100,000. It's a $100,000 bill. Okay. For some people, it's a life-changing money. Okay. For some people, it's an extra year in their life. For right. some people, it's an extra quarter in the year. Yeah. For some people, it's an extra month in a quarter. For some people, it's an extra week in a yeah. month. So I count my money in $100,000 increments to get you my client, an extra $100,000 in net new revenue, extra $100,000 in net new revenue, how many relationships will I have to acquire for you? I like that. And how many times a year can I do this realistically? And that becomes the foundation of the relationship I build with my client. If you are making money, I got job security. I'm an income producing asset. That's right. I'm like a chicken. I have a fiduciary responsibility to lay an egg. When I stop yeah. laying egg, I'm served as a meal. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. So what would you what would you recommend to someone who's either starting out or struggling? They're not able to grow. They're trying to figure out the whole, how do I grow my business thing? So when I talk to someone who is just starting out or struggling, I ask a very harsh question. Can we rule out a hypothesis that you're not stupid? Because if you're broke and you're broke for a reason, and if that reason is not fixable, you should stop crying. Mm. Your business is not in you. Stop wasting your mom's money and go get a job. You cannot take an EID alone. You cannot take out... And actually, bank is a very good test. Write a business plan and go hawk it six banks see if you can borrow $100,000. If you get rejected by six banks and they will tell you three solid reasons why they are rejecting you, you will have 18 ways how you will fail that you can improve yourself right now. That's right. I like that. I like that. So if you're not making money, it's not that God doesn't want you to be successful. There's something you're doing that is just wrong. So because to succeed, is normal. Failure is a self-inflicted injury. Mm -hmm. So I look at why it is not working and what is not working. Your heart is in it, but do you have the brains? Mm -hmm. So what I tell people, I shouldn't say what I tell, what I learned from scalable brand life, don't worry about scale, don't worry about growth, don't worry about profitability. 
the number one thing you can do is what can you do to get 10 new deals, 10 new clients? So get 10 clients. Now you've got some ration. You're testing. Can you profitably deliver what you think? Because to get a deal, you have to make a promise. Can you deliver what you promised? Nobody's going to expect you to have superhuman powers, but can you do what you say you're going to do? Because if you don't, you have a brand damage. And it is very difficult to recover from brand damage. So only promise what you can deliver without breaking your back. And there will be complications. You will lose money. So if something isn't working out, don't go a step down. Don't market to down market. Don't sell to the littler people. I'll give you an example. A day of consulting, right? People would come to me. I spend a day with them. And the first day of consulting I ever sold under e-launcher's brand was 2006, $1,500. That was the first day I sold. Then I, when I got confidence, I raised my price, $1,750, mm -hmm. $2,750, $2,750, I went through five price increases between 2006 and 2020. So 2020, what happened? Probably COVID. tripled your prices. Oh, COVID, sorry. COVID. Right. Everybody left. I get monthly paycheck and most of my clientists, everybody shut down. 90 plus percent of my monthly recurring revenue walked away in two and a half days. And nobody's going to buy a day of consulting to fly out to Germantown. I had this whole thing. But you, you would come out, we'll spend a day together, we will do this, this, full curriculum, everything. $7,500. I have sold so many days of consulting, 100% money back guarantee. Between 2006 and 2020, I had to give three refunds. And every testimonial I have is about a David Parton. And at the end of the day, we start a monthly, a monthly thing. Okay, that stopped working. So you know how Brunson says, what would you do if everything was taken away from you? Right. You yeah. 30 days to live before you die. You went through that. What do you do? Yeah. So what did I do with my day of consulting? I guess. You, maybe you gave it away for free digitally. I did digital where we would meet on Zoom instead of you flying out to me. But instead of $7,500... Oh, you increased your price. You will pay $12,000. Yeah. Why? Because I need what I need, and there are fewer of you buy. So right now, my day of consult is 12. So go up. And I love that, because you can even use the example of Elon Musk. He sold a super expensive right? Electric car. His first thing was the Roadster. I think it was super expensive. Only the rich and famous could afford it, but they paid him to build, to, to build it, to prototype it, to work out the kinks, to have excess cash, cash. So then he started, and now he's built his way down to the bottom of the market. He started exactly. at the top. But you have to focus on selling enough deals yeah. to prove that you are not stupid. So think like a plane, think like a plane. Will this fly? If it's not going, if it is not a plane, don't take it on a runway. Yeah. What happens on a runway? You take off or you get crashed. Well, so there are some rules. Rule number one, you cannot turn on runway. Your destination doesn't matter. The direction doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is velocity. Rule number two, you cannot extend your runway. Right. It'll come to an end. How many minutes are we going to do this, Daryl? 30, 40 minutes? Right. I can't talk for four and a half hours today. There is an end of runway. You yep. are lifting up. That means, do you have aerodynamics? If you reach a level of velocity 
will you lift? Will you have a lift off? Because if you fail to lift, you crash at the end of runway. Right. And a crash plane is never flying in. Most right. planes crash, never fly again. Right. So before you go on a runway, you got to know, are you a plane or are you a BMW? You got to know who you are. So my book, Business Kamasutra, talks about it. The seven things that you got to know. One, you got to know who you're for. Who you're for. How do you want to serve them? How do they want to be served? Can you serve them the way they want to be served? Will you be okay with the paycheck serving them the way they want to be served? And if all six stars are aligning, how are you going to approach them so you are believable, believable enough for them to give you consent? I think that's a really important point there, the believability. Because lots of people make big promises. They don't have the proof to back up their claims. The fact of the matter is, I'm so fortunate to have so many coaches who taught me along the way. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm a learn-it-all. I spend a third of my awake life learning. I spend more on Amazon than I spend on my vacation. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate enough to be living in a thousand square foot office that has 2,000 books. And I paid more for the bookshelf than I paid for the office condo. So I'm Mr. Learn-it-all. So when I want to be the best at what I do, I don't claim to be the best. I claim to be wanting to be the best at what I do. So whenever I find someone who's better than me, my notebook and checkbook comes out. I love that. Yep. So I'm always learning. I'm always becoming better and better and better and better and better at what I do. Because I love a better me. Yep. Yep. I love that. So if you're struggling, that means you're tired, hungry, cranky, and broken. You got no money. So that but you go to eat today. You go to eat today because tomorrow's bright future isn't going to feed your wife and kid today. So right. when you are broke, look for two things: parasitic marketing and predatory marketing. Sorry, what was the second one? You said parasitic marketing and what was predatory. Predatory. So when you want to grow your business, think like a farmer. Nurture, cultivate, take care of the land, feed, water, grow, wait for the right moment. When you're hungry and you didn't have breakfast, you didn't eat lunch at six o'clock and there is no food for dinner, don't be a farmer, be a hunter. Mm. Leave your land, leave your comfort zone, go to a moving target, take something down so you can eat. A deer looks for grass. Rabbit looks for grass. Gorilla go gets bananas. Cheetah, tiger, go gets food. So, go get your food. God is not going to make direct deposit. So, stop reading motivational books. Yeah, you have to get out there. And get off your ass. You need food. Yeah, yeah. Go get it. So, so for someone, if they're starting out and struggling, maybe come up with a list of a hundred ideal prospects and approach them. Come up, come up with your list of a hundred ideal prospects, premium prospects, people that you could charge to do your full gamut, the whole shebang, people that would feed you well, take good care of you and go hunt them down. Yes. Don't, don't, don't try to make it on 10,000 sales of a membership. That's $5 a month. 
You go ahead. You go ahead. I had a client that did that once. His company was on the verge of bankruptcy. And I was like, what do you want to do? He said, I want to put 10,000 people into a 15 a month membership program. And I was like, what's the most expensive thing you've ever sold? And we ended up selling that first. Because you know what? Kennedy, Kennedy, that's what Kennedy teaches you. Yeah. Sell yeah. at the top, sell to the tip of the top of the pyramid. So I got two books I want to recommend to people who are broke and struggling. Yes. The Ultimate Sales Machine by yep. Chat Home. Uh, if you actually, I got about 25 of these books. So if they reach out to me, I'll FedEx them a book. And second is this over deliver. Yeah. Brian's been on my the show three, four times. People can go listen to his interview. He actually sent me a copy of that before he published it to Proofy. That is a fantastic book. Yeah. Yeah. So page 47, list yes. building an And this book, if you're not a if you're not much of a reader, just check this book has chapter six, Dream 100. Dream 100. There you go. Just these two books. Yeah, are on the subject of predatory marketing. Who should lose so you can win? That is the fastest dollar you can make. So you can never make money. You have to take money. Do you agree? You can't make money. Take money. I, Somebody has to give it to you. I do and don't. I think I I can put seeds in the ground. I can create value. So you can create value, but you have to take money. I think that's a better. Yes, you can create value from nothing, but you have to take money from a person. Exactly. Right. So, predatory marketing works when you are in distress, okay? Because destruction takes less energy than creation. Uh, right, yes. So, go find a worthy competitor and kick them in the nuts. Parasitic marketing. Who has your customer and what value can you give to them so they will cheerfully promote you to their entire tribe? We're talking about affiliate marketing. I am talking about... I'm not even talking about celebrity by association. Okay. Parasitic marketing is building an affinity with someone whose client base can feed you forever. So I'll give you examples. Me and Kennedy have... Now, when you are in a host parasit, parasite relationship, you cannot just poach the host because that is predatory. That is not parasitic. The very nature of parasitic is the host has to know and the host has to approve of your behavior. It's almost symbiotic. Yes. In symbiotic, it's I'm taking care of you, you're taking care of me. In parasitic, I'm living off of you and you don't mind. Okay. okay. So parasitic is, is, is not a lot of people think about the value of parasitic marketing. When you acquire permission to parasite a powerful person, their brand, their infrastructure, their outreach, their trust, their everything you inherit. Yep. yep. Now, you have to return the favor in a meaningful way. You have to be overtly expressing gratitude, not just physically, but physically and emotionally. Yep. And you actually have to genuinely, sincerely care about their cause. Okay. Yeah, because if the host dies, your meal ticket dies at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Then let's talk about viral. Viral marketing? Viral marketing? Everybody yeah. wants to go viral, but yeah. So who actually gets who actually goes viral? Only virus goes viral. Okay. So think like a virus. Okay. How fast can you clone? How much energy does it 
take from making one particle to two particle, two particle, four particle to a 16 particle, at what speed do you clone and how much efficacy is kept among your clones? Okay. I know a guy who coaches coaches how to coach other coaches how to coach other coaches how to coach other coaches how to coach. Inception. I know him. I know his students. I know their students. I know their students. I know their students. I know their students. I actually met them. Okay. What is mind-blowing is from this guy to this guy, the blueprint of growth does not change. They all talk the same bloody language. Their verbiage, their intonation, their tonality is like a cult. mechanical. Yeah. So this guy has something I don't have. Okay? Mm -hmm. So look, there are two types of wealth. There is gold type of wealth, right? And there is fire type of wealth. If I take gold and touch the gold to another metal, it won't become gold. That doesn't make gold less valuable. Gold is valuable than other metals. Some people, this is how they wear their money. Gold is valuable, but gold is not clonable. Fire, if fire touches anything that is flammable, it will create fire. So when, so this guy, is like fire. Mm -hmm. As long as you are drinking his Kool-Aid, yeah. you will have your own Kool-Aid. You will have his Kool-Aid that people will drink. Uh, that's powerful. There was something else that you said I want to touch on for a second, which was RFM. You talked list building and RFM is a phenomenally powerful thing. And you talked about parasitic marketing. If nothing else, depending what industry you're in, go offer are your service as an RFM service. What I mean is go offer some other company that's not selling to their customers to do something wow. for their customers that they've already supposedly lost. I, I, RFM is such a powerful thing. If you're not able to generate customers on the front end, you can partner with people and try to make the money on the back end because so many businesses are not doing anything with the back end. I have a company, I increased their retention 106% with RFM putting up automated systems with Infusionsoft to track RFM and to automatically trigger campaigns depending on where that person is and cross-sell, yeah. upsell. Yeah. yeah, but that is not for the broken, struggling guy who we don't know if he's stupid or not. Yeah. RFM is a business growth tool. It is not a gunslinger. It's not a what? Sorry? It is not a gunslinger. It is not a life-saving drug. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. So RFM is a business growth tool. And I'm okay. a business growth strategist. And RFM is one of my core things. I'm sure it's something. Yeah. So, I would love to pick your library right now. I'd love to just kick you out, lock the door, and see you in three days or a week. Come <laughs> on down. Come on down. Look, November 22. Okay. The patent. 22nd, 2022. U.S. Okay. patent number 11. 507967 is for my system method for developing a growth strategy. Ah. So my lifetime of work in one 20-page document now patented. That's fantastic. Okay. So the core is using data, using the historic data of your business to forecast what is likely to happen to you with near 100% accuracy yep. 
So if you don't like the future, you can modify your today's behavior to gain a better tomorrow. Yes, I love that. Yes. Let us do, can we do a quick family right now? Sure. Here's how you do it. Step one, open QuickBooks. Okay. Step two, run one report. One report. Transaction by customer summary. Yeah. Transaction by customer summary. This month, last 90 days, last 12 months, last 36 months, yep. last million dollars, last $5 million in lifetime. One report. You're just changing the timeline. You're just changing the timeline. But uh, with the click of a button, you can export the data. Right. To now you're looking at some data sets. 30 days, 90 days, one year, three years, last million, last five million, lifetime. Right? Now, sort it by dollar amount. Right. Look at the lifetime of your revenue. Sort it by dollar amount. Right. How many rows from row one you need to go down to get to 50% of your lifetime revenue? Okay. For me, $9,200,000 in revenue. So my half point is 4.7 million, 27 people. 27 people. That's Out sense. of 780 yep. customers who paid me in since 2006, yep. 25 paid me half of it. Yep. And for people listening that aren't really sure what was going on, we're talking about the ultimate, the only way to sort a customer database. I got to go boardroom. Brian Kurtz, talk about Brian Kurtz. He put on his Titans of Direct Response event. We did a tour of the boardroom office, one of the most successful direct response companies in history. And I got to speak to Sarah, which was the new CEO. Her father had just passed away and she had assumed ownership. And I separated from the group and I just went touring around on my own around the office. And I found myself in her office. She let me sit down. We shut the door and I talked with her for about 20 minutes. And I asked her, you guys have a database of millions of customers. How do you sort this? And she said, Daryl, we've hired every expert and data scientist that you can imagine out there. Nothing beats RFM. So RFM is recency, frequency, monetary value. Talking about sorting your customers by groups, like groups of five, the top five, the lowest five, the three groups in the middle and scoring them. And you end up with a score for recency since last purchase, frequency, how many purchases they've made and monetary value. You can use this for clicks. You can use this for opens. You can use this for web visits. You can use this Facebook, all the social media. This is how they help determine what shows up in your newsfeed. They RFM <laughs> score all your, yeah. They RFM all the social activity what you're most likely to like based off of your recent activity, how often you've done that activity, how many yep. times you've done it in your history on the platform. There is only one man and one, you know, it. Yep. you just, you get it. See, yep. In physics, only three ways things roll. Yes, liquid or solid. Yep. Once you know it. Yep. So now you and I have an advantage that most American business owners don't have. Right. On your phone, you have a calculator app, right? Yep. Okay. The calculator. Hold on. Yep. I see the calculator. I'm a human version of that. So I can do complex math with precision granularity, actually infinite granularity without needing a calculator. So that means, and most people can't do that. No. Right? So it's like I have the glasses that you don't have. So I can see stuff in your business that you can't see. It's only software. 
it's a decades of experience. I did one spreadsheet 10,000 times. So I know I come from experience. It's not how complicated the surgery is. How many times did this surgeon perform that particular surgery? That's going to determine the outcome of your surgery. So when you go to a surgeon for a tooth extraction, you don't ask them, which college did you go to? You ask them, how many teeth did you extract in your life? Yeah, 100%. You can read playing, you can read tennis books for years. How many games have you won? Some of the things I do come from experience. Yes, I took my IP. We're making a SAS out of it so people can use it, but it can create a uniform standard for developing a growth strategy. Mm -hmm. It will not make a non-strategist into a strategist. So when you're looking to, if you're not a good strategist, hire one. A good business growth strategist understands accounting. First and foremost is an accountant. You have to know how to document movement of money in and out of your business with accuracy and uniformity. Finance, you need to be able to read the report so you know how money is moving in and out of your business. You need to be an economist. You need to know why money moves in and out of your business. You need to study philosophy because you need to know your and your client's core beliefs. Mm -hmm. You cannot change core beliefs. You can only seek an alignment. Psychology helps you think about what is going through your buyer's mind when they are about to buy and when they are in the market and religion. It doesn't matter which religion, but the composite of comparative religion, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, they all basically talk about one thing. Don't take what doesn't belong to you. Stand up for those who cannot defend themselves and be righteous to those who feed you and pay people what you promised. So now, you know, Harvard Business, Harvard Extension School has a bachelor's degree program in comparative religion. 90 plus percent of Harvard grads with comparative religion end up going in either MB, Harvard MBA or London School of Economics and end up on Wall Street because the religion of money is made of the composite of the religion and law of humanity. So if you don't have a healthy relationship with your money, if you don't understand the culture, the religion of the money, you will not understand how money is looking at you. Do you know how you can feel the love if someone loves you? You know how you can feel the hatred if someone hates you? You know how someone you can feel the dislike when someone dislikes you? Of course. Can you tell if your money loves you, hates you, or dislikes you right now? An interesting and in order concept. To there, yeah. You need to know how it feels. Yeah, that's interesting. Can you feel if your money loves you? I think that's a really powerful way to put it. This is coming to Richest Man in Babylon type thing. I forget. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ruin the story, but it's, you know, this master give, has three servants and he gives them each three golden coins. And I am going away for a couple of weeks. Your only task while I'm gone is to grow this. When he comes back, one of them grew up from three to 12. The other one 
has two and the other one lost all three. And the one that lost all three fires, the one that has two, he gives the person with 12. And they're like, hey, that's not fair. He has so many, we have so few. And he's, yeah, but he clearly knows how to manage it better. Therefore, he deserves to have them all. It's like that thing. Like he gave them all to the one guy who managed it the best because that's because it loved him, so to speak. So your brand deserves a better CEO and only you can give your brand a better CEO. So buy a book, read, study. Because you're going to need a better CEO tomorrow. Mm -hmm. There is a long, hard, deep winter ahead of you. Cost of business is rising. Cost of HR is rising. Cost of goods is rising. Yep. Cost of transportation is rising. Your prices not necessarily rising. Okay. So if you suck, yeah, yeah, yeah. if not can tolerate you, three years from now you'll die. That's right. So don't suck. Yeah. And surround yourself with excellent people. Yeah. Build a team. Build a team who need, you need a finance person. You need a marketing and sales person. You need a product person. Every can't be the same person. All three have to love their roles, be good at what they do. And it, although the sum may be greater than the, than each of the individual parts, if you start, if you start off with better people, you'll have a better sum. No, no I have a request. Sure. Would you consider inviting me again on your show? Because yes. there is something I want to do at a granular level. Sure. I can give you a two-minute version of it, but this deserves its own 20-30 minutes. Sure. I call it the river of money. Okay. So as a business owner, you are the sun that's shining on your nation. And in your nation, you have the mountain and as a mountaineer, as the mountain, it's your job to make it rain. Okay. For rain making. There is a river that goes from the mountain through your kingdom all the way to the story where the river meets the ocean. Okay. You as a business owner have an obligation to A, make it rain on the mountain. Right. B, dig a bigger, deeper, wider and longer river that goes through your kingdom because every millimeter of your kingdom needs to be fed from the water. Right. So the river catches the water until it goes away to the ocean. Right. So get it? Mountain, river, herd, build a dam because you want to have personal cash reserves and business cash reserves. Right. Yes. There is no guarantee that the mountain will make it rain. Yep. And the ugliest landscape on earth is a dried up riverbank. Because when you have drought, you will cause irreversible damage. When someone dies, you cannot bring them to life. That's right. So when there is no rain on the mountain, people got to be living off of the, the Reserve. water. Yeah. And the S2, you're going to manage your expenses. So I will talk about that concept and get into some examples if we can have another session. A hundred percent. I would love to have you back. You obviously have a wealth of knowledge. This call has been so good. I've got, I'm always a writer downer. I've got one, two, three, four. I'm on my fifth page of notes. So again, people really probably want to listen to this more than once to make sure that they get it all. There's some fantastic actionable items, whether you're beginning, you're growth stage, even if you're a mature business trying to be more entrepreneurial, there is something for everyone in this call, principles that we can all apply. And I think it's just fantastic. Now, I do want to be respectful of your time for today. So, Parthiv, 
is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? Yeah, you didn't ask me if I have any gifts for your listeners. Ah, what do you got for us? So allow me to share my screen. Sure. And I will give you a couple of free URLs. Sure. Now he just sent me a URL, freemarketingbooks.com. Yep, we'll go there now. I'll just I'll share my screen. Freemarketingbooks.com. Freemarketingbooks.com. This is my bookshelf. I wrote 13 books and they're all here. They're all free. If it makes you money, God bless you. Great. I love this. Another resource I have, freegrowthsystem.com. Freegrowthsystem.com. I won two two comma club awards and I'm less than $800,000 from winning the $10 million. I have 450 funnels in my click funnels, but there are 20 that makes me money. There are five that generated more than $5 million. I'll give you my funnels. I'll give you my campaign. If you look at justbykeep.com, it talks about the funnels and the marketing automation campaigns. These are my campaigns. These are my funnels. All you have to do is take me out and put you in. And you look pretty. If I can make money with it, you can make money. You don't have the weaknesses that I have. And the biggest gift I want to give you is if you want to talk to me, just go to meetparthib.com and book. That's an fantastic. We have it in Meet Partheev, M-E-E-T-P-A-R-T-H-I-V. Go to meetparthiv.com. You can meet him. You can also go to free growth system or systems. System. Freegrowthsystem.com. So I'll put them all in chat. Freegrowthsystem.com, eMarketingBooks.com, JustBuyKeep.com, and these are the four URLs I would like to share as a gift. Perfect. That is so fantastic. So for those of you that are on audio, the freemarketingbooks.com is an online marketing book library of all of his books that you can access for free. Then there is freegrowthsystem.com. Go check that out. And then just by K-E-A-P, keep, K-E-A-P.com, just by keep.com talks about five marketing systems, five funnels that have made over $5 million in revenue. And you get your own copy and paste, fill in the blanks version just by signing up there. And if you want to meet him and talk to him yourself, go check out meetparthiv.com, M-E-T-P-A-R-T-H-I-V.com. Partheev, you have so much knowledge to give. This is so fantastic. I've got notes. I know the listeners have notes. We'd love to have you back. Thank you for coming and sharing with us, knowing that you have your own followers, your own audiences, your own little family of people that you could be taking care of. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with me and mine. Thank you so much, man.